Hey, Culture Conversations listeners. This is Meg Rowley. And this is Maddie Bercher. Let's continue our journey with episode four of our study abroad series. Today's episode is focused on Poland, but this time it's from the perspective of our friends from Poland and one of our international professors. So we hope you enjoy the cultural insights you receive today. Let's start off by getting to know our international friends a little bit better. Um, my name is Joanna. I'm Jakub. So my name is Sonia. I'm James. My name is Martina. I go by Razia. My name is Kalina and I'm from Poland. I'm from Poland. And I'm from Ghana. I'm from Poland. I'm from Poland. I am from Indonesia. I'm from Poland. Right now, I'm studying management and uh, finances. I'm on the last year of master degree. Normally, I work, take care of my dogs and cats, and study. I don't do anything more, maybe read a books. I prefer fantasy and uh, criminals. I don't like romances. But my life is quite, quite boring, I would say. I'm studying finance and uh, management in healthcare. Not not very popular uh, course of study. My favorite thing to do is uh, playing uh, on the guitar and reading reading books. And uh, I I like sport. I play football in 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 the local club. This is not you know. Uh, my whole life, but simply, simply hobby. So I study at the University of Economics in Katowice, and I attend international business course. I like jogging, running. I like playing basketball, learning languages. This is my uh, hobby, actually. And I like reading about natural cosmetics. And I do love reading books. I was living in Qatar um, for about seven years, okay, then uh, I have a friend, okay, but they're already living in Warsaw, okay. They recommended me to come to Poland, but I didn't want to go to Warsaw where I'm going to find them. I just wanted to be, you know, I'm an independent guy, so I just went to a place, no one else. So, yeah, that's what brought me to Poland. I'm studying international business for fun. I'm, I'm a sportive guy. I do play football in Katowice, so... That's what I really do for fun, nothing big, nothing special, you know? I study economics. I like to deal with the money, so <laughs> it will be something for me. <laughs> I'm more like a um, home person. I enjoy reading books and I sometimes play chess. I learned to play chess from my father. It's a generation thing. <laughs> I also like to spend my time with my friends. I go to the swimming pool or the bikes, riding the bikes. I had the privilege of speaking in English since I was very young because my father was an English teacher. I'm now working for a business school in South Korea. My main responsibility is international relations. I really enjoy writing. I write fictions at times. And I also enjoy painting and sketching. And in between those, and in, or in combination with those, I hang out with my son. We both uh, share similar interests. So we usually just go out and sit in the cafe and draw together. So yeah, that's me. 
for now. I'm doing my master's. And it's a management with marketing, but my bachelor's was economics. In my free time, I really like to read books. And if the weather is good, I like to have some walks and spend my time in the nature. I also like to spend some time in the gym and listen to music. Lately, I'm into folk music, but I really like to listen to the music in some weird languages, too. We started by asking our friends their overall impressions of the time they had at International Business Week. The first, for me, it was really nerve-wracking because I never, I was never good in language. And besides, I don't think I good in communication between. So it was really nerve-wracking when everything was in English and I had some pr- uh, troubles to understand the, uh, the content, yeah? But in every week, it was easier and easier and i think it's quite now it's quite pleasant to be on uh, in this in this international week on the first day uh, i was a little shy about speaking with native speakers but then it was very cool i think personally i really like the, the group work there and the possibility of of the of exchanging opinions between us yeah, I really like that um, they share with some information and they they want to want to co- cooperate in it works in group and we are active in in this in their lectures. So the class was just filled with like I would say like maybe five different nationalities, which in the normal classes that I have I'm the only international guy. You get it right? So. This class is uh, make, made me get this opportunity whereby I could sit with different people from different nationality. So, like, you get to hear opinions from different uh, countries. What we did in class, I would say it was, I mean, in the course was more practical thing. You can use it for practical world in the business term or something, you know? I taught cross-cultural business communication during the international week. And although... My class was given to me in a way that I was supposed to teach it. Uh, My approach was slightly different in combination that I had to teach with two other professors who are very much lively and very much knowledgeable in their fields. I think that everybody listens to each other and when it comes to my class at a university, it's a little bit different because people are... um, let's say um, very competitive and they are obstinate and sometimes they interrupt you when you are you know uh, starting a sentence and that's why I like such uh, classes um, this uh, international week because everybody listens to each other and this is the main difference and actually the difference is in people it was really amazing it was like the atmosphere that everyone wants to know more all the people there wanted to know more to share more and uh, i think that all were motivated no one was like bored you know it happens in the normal classes let's hear some of their comments about the professors and potential differences they noticed between guest professors and their usual polish professors they were polite really respectful you know they shared about their experience, knowledge, yeah. One of the big uh, differences is that 
our my uh, usual professors simply give us knowledge in our lectures uh, we don't have too much uh, work uh, work in uh, groups and we um, aren't active parts of, of lectures from all the things that they shared with me each of them i would realize that their approach for teaching were mostly concentrating on the aspect of the information pertaining the topic probably i'm guessing most of the times they would prepared very informative details about the topic via powerpoints and they would go through it with all you guys which is crucial theoretical approach is still very important Whereas um, I think I would cater on the other side of the topic, which I would cover the hands-on experience of doing it. So my approach was less lecture type, uh, more on a workshop type. So there's a lot of moving around, there's a lot of talking, there's a lot of discussion. I hope that was uh, that was the goal that I was aiming for. They weren't quite different, you know, because uh, they have the same thing to do. They have to to let us learn about something new for us. So they are uh, talking about the content, their experiences, and you know some tips for us. And we have to learn this. Professors in my university usually act that like they are superior to to the students. On these classes on International uh, Business Week, what I felt like all of us are equal. It was it was really nice. They didn't come just to be in their job, but they um, came here to, to inspire people. I remember the Thai guy because he wasn't very good in English, but he wasn't shy about, you know, that he, he couldn't speak perfectly fluent in English. Uh, it was amazing for me because in Poland it's really popular that if people cannot speak fluently, they, are, they don't, don't speak at all. And for example, in Poland, sometimes even teacher, teachers um, tell you, oh, you don't have British accent, it's not very good, no one will understand you. And I think, I think it's not always true. So I think that the attitude makes it, makes it up. They commend the respect and they cared about, about us, about our knowledge, so I liked it a lot. Mm, and I loved that they were addressing to us um, by um, our first names and they were calling us honey, darling, and that was so sweet. And of course, they were, were well prepared. I remember they, they hugged us at the end of the class. That was very, very kind of them. I felt so, so good with it. But professors are rather more distant. They're cool too, but uh, they're more like they have the distance with the students. We are like that, I think. One thing that I thought was interesting that Sonia said was about how during International Business Week, the professors address the students by their first names and vice versa. And she said that was interesting because I'm assuming that in Poland, it's unusual for professors to address students by their first names and vice versa. Growing up in the United States, I think I've never been called by my last name or, you know, Miss Bircher. I've always been called Maddie. And so I thought that was just very interesting. We wanted to hear about their impressions of the U.S. students. So first, we had them share some similarities. The common 
is that I noticed is that everyone was working towards the same goal in their own ways. So I noticed that the Polish students, there are some questions they don't understand because um, the level of English proficiency. So I noticed that some of the questions were probably a little uh, complex for the Polish students, but they know they have to finish that task no matter what. And I noticed that they would sit down and talk among each other and how to solve the questions or find answers for that. And the same thing with the students from the United States. They would find their answers and they would, you know, try to come up with things uh, to finish the task. I noticed that, I know it sounds simple, but I say this because it would be different from Indonesian students, for example. If you give them a task, they're not interested. They're not even uh, giving time to, to finish it. They wouldn't even consider it. They would just sit down and until the time is up. Uh, so that's how the, the normal behavior is. That's good. I never met people from from US before and that was a interesting experience in my life. To be honest, like uh, it wasn't that special. It wasn't new for me. I'm I'm used to it, you know, since I was living in Qatar, you know. I have friends from a lot of countries so I was used to it. I think it was like this urge to know things and people better, it was like common thing. I think that we are both curious when it comes to the world and we are both talkative and we are very open-minded. This is what we have in common. I think we can easily make friends as well. I was very curious about your opinions and I realize you often feel or think the same. I think about how each culture can lie on a different place on a scale. And so it's important to remember that there's relativity and that just because you view a culture one way, somebody else may view it a completely different way. And um, the opposite, they may view you completely differently than how you view yourself. And it's just important to remember that there's relativity and um, in cultures. It's so true. A perfect example of that was when Jacob, he goes by Cuba, was telling us that it was really special and he was shocked to have U.S. students in his class. And then James, when I asked the same thing, he said, it wasn't that special. So it's that relativity thing. Next, we talked about some of the differences they noticed. They were students. I was student. Wanted to learn something. I wanted to learn something. They talked about their culture, I talked about my culture. So it's like, you know, you meet, you, you meet another person and you talk with her and you... Poznawać. Sorry, I lost a word. I get, get to know. <laughs> you know, you, you talk with them, you get to know them and you talk about uh, many different things. There were quite different points of, point of, uh, points of views and... Uh, I think this, that was the best, but there is isn't many differences between us. I have learned about you as an individual. It was really cool because by that I have learned a lot about the country. You are very, very cheerful. I think you smile more and you are more active. Besides the language, uh, I think you are just like us. 
so in the very beginning, you're very direct, uh, for example. I don't know if you remember when you were entering the ladies' uh, room, and I was standing with my friend, and this friend was wearing a beautiful um, T-shirt, and you said, you told her that a very nice shirt, yeah? And we were so shocked because Polish people don't express such things uh, instantly, you know. But it was very nice, and we were a little bit shocked. But it was, as I said, very nice, and we were happy that you told us something like that. As I told you before, we are very competitive, and ladies don't tell each other such things, actually. Firstly, I was surprised that we have US people there, and they were like so open. That's I think that's the main difference uh, between Polish uh, Polish people and uh, the ones from uh, USA. That they, you know they came to me and they were like, "Oh, hello, how are you?" And I was like, "What do you want from me?" And uh, you know, first impression was like. Polish people don't do this. Usually everyone sits like on their place and they don't speak to each other. They are really shy and they were so open, so nice. So uh, at first I was surprised, but then it was more natural natural for me to, to speak to them. And it was really fun that, you know, I'm not only there for classes, I can also make friends. What I realized about those students I was in class with, they like to come and approach you, you know, ask how, like, how was your day, you know? what you like to do, you know. I'm more laid back, I'm more reserved, you know. I don't like to talk a lot with people in the class. I just like to, you know, stay in class and listen to the teacher. And yeah, I would say that's the only difference I realized about it, you know, because I didn't really pay attention to the differences. I just went along with the flow. You are positive persons, yeah, a little bit loudly sometimes. We Polish, Polish uh, students on, on this course were a little bit not open like you, you know. Maybe because of that, uh, you know uh, uh, English very well, of course, and Polish students mm, less. It was funny that Jacob said we were louder because we definitely were. So that was a notice thing. Yes. <laughs> a few people in our study abroad talked about how it took a while to get to know the Polish students and get them to warm up. So it was interesting hearing from their side where a few of them were like, we're not used to people coming and sitting by us and approach, approaching us right away. Like, you sit down and you do your thing and you don't bug the people next to you. So that's why, like, for them, it was weird that we were sitting right next to them asking them all these questions. So that's why it took them a while to, like... Yeah, I thought it was interesting, Kalina. I think she said, like, when somebody asked her or started a conversation with her she was like thinking what do you want from me like why are you trying to talk to me one thing that was super interesting for me when I was talking to her and it took me by surprise is when she told the story about me complimenting her friend's shirt because like it was the first day in a new class we talked to them a little bit and then we had a break in the middle of the day went to the bathroom saw the girls one of her friends had a cute shirt so I said hey cute shirt and then like kept doing my thing right and I did not ever think about it again. But for them, like, I didn't realize this, but they were all so shocked in that moment that I'd said such a thing. And it's something that I didn't realize there was this, like, competitive nature between the women there, something I never would have guessed. So that was really interesting for me to learn about. 
Yeah, I thought that was awesome, too. I think when we try to open up to somebody or to try and make a friend, we oftentimes look for something we can compliment them, you know, just to open that door. And so it was interesting to hear her say that was like a a pretty big deal for you to compliment her. It was also interesting for me just listening to the different perspectives, talking to everyone about what differences they saw or similarities, because there were some people that paid attention to differences in our culture. My one professor, Rezia, she was able to see differences because she's been exposed to so many different cultures and knows what to look like in cultures. Whereas our other friend, James, he's also been exposed to so many cultures. But rather than, like, saying different things, he didn't think anything special of it because he was so used to different cultures. To learn a little bit more about Poland, we asked each of them to share their favorite part of Polish culture. I love the traditions we have. We like to celebrate. We like to have great parties, big parties with a lot of food on the table. And this is what I like the best about Polish people. To tell the truth, I even uh, googled about Polish culture and I still don't know. I don't have any favorite part because I don't think Polish cultures is Polish culture is great. <laughs> Sorry, it's my, my my personal opinion, but you know they were saying about uh, we are open-minded. We are not open-minded. We're uh, not tolerant. We are quite uh, uh, like fanatics, Catholic. Uh, I don't I don't tell that every everyone, but so we are not tolerant. Uh, we're tradi- uh, tra- traditionalist. But we tend to uh, forget or uh, about this. So sorry, I won't have this. I don't have any favorite part of mm-hmm. Polish culture. Maybe, maybe holidays. Mm-hmm. We have this uh, Death Day. I would say I forgot. Uh, or Christmas Eve and something like that. I think this is the best thing in Polish culture. Like when we celebrate this uh, with our family, we meet with people and we still uphold this uh, day in our, I would say, hearts. I've realized for them, they are really open-minded people, you know? Like they can talk like anything. They don't have no boundaries, you understand me, right? Mm-hmm. But then they, they like to take things too personal, you understand? Me? It's like maybe when you guys are just joking around, and then maybe you might say something, they will take it too personal. They easily get offended, you know. Some, some. I wouldn't say apology, I would say some of them. Uh, we have something called Shmikus Dingus. It's a funny name. <laughs> it's related to Easter Monday. Monday. Um, it, it, it is when uh, women are poured with water and... This is supposed to symbolize the departure of winter and the ar- of arrival of spring. <laughs> it is very fun because when the Monday starts, uh, we often uh, run away from the water because some men just have the perfume and spray it on us. But <laughs> some day, some day they have the water gun. <laughs> So <laughs> it's really fun, I think. And it's not only for children, but also the adults are also the, uh, do it. A few of our friends talked about Polish history, so we wanted to include what they had to say. I think that our history is really 
uh, really long and you know you can learn about uh, what was happening uh, in Poland like 2000 years ago all this uh, rich history that was happening in this region and uh, that it of course our history shaped people uh, that live here um, now so I think it's really interesting and it's, I'm really happy to have a, such a long history. My grandpa's uh, still remember the war, like the Second World War. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I like like stories that they are telling me and I can, you know, enjoy and respect things that I have more because they didn't have them and they teach me like to respect everything I have. They didn't have any, even the education because, for example, a uh, school of my grandma was put on fire and she, let's say, graduated after sixth class. So my mom was teaching her how to read. So uh, when I think about the, the education we have now, it's like some miracle. I know we had a very uh, difficult history. We should uh, uphold this tradition, like celebrating these days uh, of people's death or ending of the war. But people need to go further and try to uh, find more ways to connect with other people. I mean, many people uh, don't like Deutsch, Germany. Many people don't like uh, Russian. So I think it's it's normal things for us because we we from the early years, like when we were seven and we had the history lessons, we we were talked uh, to about the people who created war, who were uh, killing ancestors and so on. Yes. So in children uh, tend to get these things about uh, not liking Germany and Russia. You know about this. You know about this bad things that were happening and you know that uh, it was bad uh, you were some people were uh, fighting for victory some uh, people were fighting for survival but you we only know about this we didn't uh, do this by ourselves so it doesn't wait on us so much as on previous generations. I still feel like we have a lot of mixed feelings about German people. Like, you know, obviously it's because of the war, but uh, people like realize that they are, these people who started war uh, are not alive anymore and we cannot blame people who live nowadays. It is history, let's just learn from it and we, we shouldn't remember it like, oh, um, I don't like this and this person because he's from this and this country and, you know, it was in the past and, yeah, we should finish this. We don't want to, you know, to start a Second World War again because, you know, some people in that time thought that not uh, everyone is equal, that some people are better than others. And you know how it uh, did end. That's why we want to, to share the history of it. I also liked hearing a little bit about everyone and their perspectives on history. Because Joanna, when she was talking about it, history, it's true. It's like our U.S. history. As we think of history, we know it happened, but it doesn't feel as close to us. And sometimes I feel like that's the way it is. But other times I feel a little bit more like Kalina Express. Kalina kind of said a contradiction. She said, teach people history, but also forget history. So we got to remember the past and the bad things that happened so we don't repeat those. But forget history, forget the grudges, and give everyone a fresh slate kind of a thing. 
how do you think you change over time? What are the things that people can do to become, hold less of those grudges or to learn from history rather than take it with them? Mm-hmm. I don't even know. I think it can be tricky. That's a good question. One um, thing that surprised me even was that so many people were willing to be interviewed and recorded, especially in a, a second language, right? And I think that's really just cool and awesome that everyone was really willing to do that. I agree. Well, that's all for today, friends. Join us next week as we make our way over to Germany. Don't, don't be, be Zenia. Zenia.